You're listening to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. We'll talk about the summer's jobs program. That's what we're talking to Elise Mills about. Um, because, you know, Justin Trudeau is talking a lot about charter rights. That's why they're, you know, making us so uniquely Canadian, as he says. So is he violating one group's charter rights to cater to another? The Liberals have changed how to, uh, you know, give grants to charity and religious groups, but they can only access that money if they check a box and basically abandon their beliefs. But I think this goes far beyond the issue of abortion. It is now violating religious groups and their charter rights to practice their religion freely. So it's politics very polarizing politics. Now let's bring in Elise Mills. She's a strategic communications, media relations professional and political analyst to talk about this. Elise. Whole issue with summer jobs programs. Where do you see this issue going? Well, I, I am concerned. I'm very concerned because I don't think it's as is, is basic as some Canadians want to believe. I recommend that they delve into this. The core of this is whether Canadians actually believe, not about summer jobs, but that a government can do this, which is chip away at the charter, setting a precedent where a government can restrict charter rights and freedoms and therefore basically access to its services and funds based upon one person's religious beliefs. Because if they think this is just simply about jobs, they'll pretty soon be nothing to stop the next government for using this precedent and then the barn door is wide open and the charter is completely meaningless, Alex. Well, the employment minister talked to our Vashi Kapilos on the show this uh, weekend and she said, you know, not only are we very glad to be doing this, we could expand it further, which is alarming to me. It's absolutely alarming. So here, so what I don't understand is that we had a government that believed in paying out Omar Khadr yeah. the ten and a half million based upon the violation of his charter rights. Which, when you set those, and I, let's not get into whether I'm not saying support Khadr or don't or any of that, but set that up against uh, who he's going after. He's going after charitable and social organizations that do the heavy lifting of this government's mandate which, by the way, is, quote-unquote, Canada's back on the international stage on refugees, natural disasters, all of that. Yet Trudeau has not put any funds in there. He's just talked a lot. So these poor organizations who have always been there are now asked to do double and triple duty. So take that for a second. Then he has said to them, any of those people that want to come and work for you, whether it's an internship, summer jobs, however you classify it, we are not going to pay it if they have religious beliefs that mean that they don't believe in abortion. Not restricting women's rights, but they don't believe in the actual act of terminating pregnancies. Because for a lot of religious people, this isn't necessarily anti-woman. It's simply their religious beliefs. I don't agree with it, but we're in Canada, and that's the privilege of being Canadian. What I will say this to you, Alex, is when I've talked to social organizations and charity leaderships that I know or I've learned from, what they, what they know is that these summer jobs aren't just about filling bodies to fill those or getting bodies to fill those spots. It's about what we're all concerned about, which is creating a new generation of compassionate leaders who are super passionate about taking care of the weakest members of our society and those internationally we make a commitment to. 
So I'm, we're all recognizing that our society is growing less empathetic, as recent studies have shown, and we have a crisis of caring looming. And when you take that up against what Trudeau talks about with his values, it just seems that he's completely discriminated and distorted the charter. So this isn't about summer jobs, because if it was, or if it was about his plan that Canada's back, none of this would be taking place. This is actually a uh, attack on the charter and, a ch- and an attack on religious freedoms in the this country. But he, you know, last year at the 35th anniversary of our charter, he made a speech talking about the values of our charter and how important it is to protect it, because while it sometimes makes us uncomfortable, it's those differences Mm -hmm. that make us so uh, unique that we need to protect it. And so, you know, here we are. And for me, it's not even about abortion. It's not about religion. It's just about preserving one uh, group's rights over another. And I find that deeply troubling. I would hope that every Canadian thinks it's a privilege to be to have the right to to be offended by somebody else's ideas. I mean, that is truly the democracy model, right? Is that and and the freedom of, of speech, which we don't have in the American uh, definition per se, but we do have. And you know, I, I, I what I find so interesting about Trudeau's uh, time in government, and I think history books will will also note this, is that when you read back Trudeau's words from whether it's six days ago, six weeks ago, six months ago, or sixteen months ago you find that more often than not, 90% of the time, he can't walk his own talk, he yeah. contradicts himself, and he also conflates issues, which I think in this day and age of, of what I call the extreme black and white, nobody seems to just sort of disagree with things. They have to have like a five-day rant on Twitter about things. They have to really hate something. Nobody just sort of goes, eh, and they move on anymore. He's got to take the responsibility of being part of the problem that we're in today politically and on policy-based issues. So when he does something like like this, he is actually growing ignorance, and ignorance is the very thing uh, that the, I would say that we, we we battle against with the charter. We use the charter to stop ignorance that becomes dangerous and brews into hate. Right, but and let me so let me jump in because you know it's very easy to vilify Christians to the uh, or the religious right because that's the one group that we seem to have a permission slip to attack. But to me, this is a bigger issue in politics. This is the wedge issue. So if if Andrew Scheer then talks about this and tries to say something, he is instantly an attack ad. Well, I think the comparable would be that not even three months ago, I was watching um, an event unfold on social media where the environment minister, Catherine McKenna, was mm-hmm. handing a check over to a Muslim organization. There was questions about that particular organization, whether it had ties to uh, rattle, rad- uh, radical ideas and fundamentalists and et cetera. But the argument was that those aren't those people and, and those uh, ties haven't been proven necessarily and that they this money is for them to grow their community. Why That community is not tolerant of women's rights bottom line as we interpret it in a Canadian context, right? So, you know, these are the people that believe that that women are so dangerous they must be veiled from head to toe. There is no such thing as reproductive rights for women in in the in certain Islamic communities. And so, but we 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 through the religious freedoms, we protect that. And not only do we protect it, Trudeau's 
own government and his ministers have financially supported it. So once again, we're back in the conversation of what are you talking about, Justin Trudeau? You did this three months ago, and then three months later, you're doing this because you feel it's safe to go after Christians. Well, let me remind you the hard work that Christian organizations, along with Jewish organizations, do to help and do the heavy lifting with refugees, natural disasters, lifting children out of poverty, all the things you say that your government intends to do but has never done. Well, watch, because uh, I think this is uh, kind of just brewing to the top. But if you hated the ideal, the ideologies that you say Stephen Harper, um, you know, carried out, then then you should be equally alarmed by this. Well, what gets me, Alex, is that everybody, I mean, I'm hoping that one day we'll, we'll sort of shake loose this drunken state we have around Stephen Harper and our media. He is the author of the Office of the Religious Freedoms, of Religious Freedoms. Uh, you know, you look at his work with the Jewish community today, that's a prime example. I, I think he had, he, his personal intention was, was not, was probably more erring on the side of Trudeau Sr. in the sense of get out of the bedrooms of Canadians. And in that sense, don't you think Justin Trudeau's own father would be almost horrified to see that his son, who had been raised under that belief system, was now intervening in the hearts, minds, and beliefs and religious beliefs of Canadians? Yeah, interesting point. Elise, I got to go on that. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. Elise Mills, Strategic Communications, also a political analyst joining us on that topic.